knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. And we get the back view of him. And I mean, it's just a mega. 52 yards is a long shot. Uh, Magnum P.I. what yeah. we named him. No idea. Just what. a Magnum. Yeah, just a Magnum. Come on, Cam, last year we, we said probably 150, mid-150. Yeah. Same doe from the morning come out with that nine-pointer. Here steps out this 90-inch eight-pointer. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ah. I'm like, okay, well, there's still a buck back there grunting. Yeah. And then I steps like another 90-inch eight-pointer. Yeah. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. You're like, I'm like, deer, right there. Yeah, like And he's 30 already yards. 30 yards. Yeah. He he was literally five yards from the base of the tree. Could have been, had a buck down at 140 in the afternoon, back there deep on public. Three does come out pretty early. It was like 245, 24 yard shot, sent the combat veteran. And I tell you what, man, dude, it just smoked. We always get so jacked up when the other person kills. It's just almost like we got it done. Yeah. And when you killed that doe, I was like, hell yeah, man. And we come down here to Missouri. My ass called me one more time. I'm like, is it a good buck? And he goes, yeah, real good, solid buck. I'm like, all right, boom. <laughs> and the deer just drops for sure. Super special meat. All right, let's get into the show. This is the Whitetail Legacy Podcast, and just so you guys know, we have a beer tower tower higher than my <laughs> IQ right now. <laughs> we have a banger coming from the Where to Hunt Podcast um, and Where to Hunt app. This is a guy that I met through LinkedIn. It's pretty cool. Um, we, we had a good phone conversation, and uh, he wanted to come on and get a little... Um, little Shout out for his app, and uh, it's something that me and homie we like, and we just love people that are passionate and wanting to grow stuff, and like and we positive. Said, we're yeah, we're here to uh, we're here to to build everybody else up and uh, try to be you know try to be the best people that we can, and having this guy on 
Eric Clark to uh, to talk about his brand and his podcast is the right thing to do. So uh, let's get into the people that make this possible and uh, get into the show. You got the VIP veteran broadhead shout out. Veteran I broadhead do shout out. Um, this week's shout is Freddie Jenkins, and as I had mentioned a couple weeks ago, um, he had also signed up at the same time Ryan did. Um, so anxious for them to start their career in the service, and um, we want to wish them both safety in their careers and thank them for signing up and doing something that we didn't. And um, we wish you guys all the safety in the world, and we want to thank you and your parents for letting you guys um, do that and make that sacrifice for us in this country. Yeah, I appreciate all the sacrifice. Um, Freddie Jenkins, last name's Jenkins. I don't know if we have any relation yeah. there or not, but I appreciate what you did, man, and uh, thank you from the uh, bottom of my heart and um, my family, and uh, I just appreciate you doing it. And like I said, hopefully you have a safe career and have some fun. So, uh ECW calls, EmbryCustomWoodworking.com, all your custom call needs. Turkey season's right around the corner. Double-sided, triple-sided, single-sided slate calls. You can get them all your calls you need right there. Ingram's Outdoor Obsession, still rocking out the bucks, but turkey season is right around the corner. Homie's got a full body up there, hoping to bring him another full body. What species? Miriam. Oh, Miriam. What do you, the what's, prettiest what's bird. I think the prettiest right bird. I got a Rio up there right a now. Rio. Yeah. Real yeah. gold and you looking. you need an Eastern. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't even. Yeah, don't even. Don't even do that. Ingram's about to have a bunch of turkeys from homie. <laughs> Hopefully. That'd yeah. be real nice. Real solid. Just knock out three right away. Yeah. That'd be real solid. Hopefully I can take them two this year. That'd be, yeah, that'd be, that'd be decent. That'd be real sick. But yeah, um, Ingram's Outdoor Obsession, all your taxidermy needs. Um, excited for him to start filming like we mentioned a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Um, really getting into the camera, so that's going to be cool and uh, good to see some some quality picture content coming out for him. Um, do you have Exodus trail cams? Yep. Um, Exodus, you know, guys, they got that five-year no BS warranty. Uh, Super back, solid. Backed by their, you know, customer you service support. You literally hang back. Trail camera on a tree for four years, 364 <laughs> days, and pull it and be like, God's oh, broken. So, <laughs> funny story um, Chad has the Lift One and it's still running solid. And it's been out there for five years. Like, it, I don't think he's moved it and it's still running solid because people are like, oh, it's a new company. How can you have a five year warranty? Yeah. Well, Chad's out there running the Lift One. And it's still out there rock solid. I know. That's unbelievable. So just out there doing what it's supposed to be doing. Yeah. I mean, it's like we always say, you put an exodus there, you know it's going to be solid. It's going to take pictures. It's not going to mess up. You know, it's got the little security feature on there. So even if someone like looks at it, they're like, ah, shit, it's got a security lock on it. I can't even get into it even if I did take it. Yeah. It's another great feature that they add because – that couldn't have, you know, if if they're like, well, if I steal this, it's pretty much useless. You know, what I mean, that can deter a lot of a lot of people from messing with your cam. So, yep. Big shout out to Exodus. Like we always say, check out their podcast, Trail Cam Radio. Also, check out uh, Whitetail Cribs on YouTube. We're loving that. Um, um, it's, it's Exodus. It's Exodus Trail Cams on YouTube. Also, right. Yes, extra yes. Exodus trail cameras. Yep. yep. And if you want to pick up one of these fabulous cameras, uh, check out ExodusOutdoorGear.com. 
All right, this is going to be our last shout-out to Carter Maps. Homie got this birthday gift for me. Still super soaked about it. Um, Super solid. We've been utilizing it a lot, going over some stuff. But go ahead and dig into the Carter Maps for him. Yep. um, It's kind of different than what we have uh, this week that I want to cover. This week, we're going to cover the wall mural that you can get from Carta. That'd be so sick. Like, I mean, we just have a little, a little, not a little piece. I mean, it's a big piece of work from them. But if you were to own a piece, if I was to own a piece, this is what I would get. Like a wall mural. Like, I mean, it's not like a giant piece, but I mean, it's big. And how cool would that be to like really set off the wall in your lodge or, you know, in your, in your man cave of the piece of ground that you own. And Carter can make that come to life and um, do that for you. Obviously, it's going to be a special appointment and setup of how they're going to give it, get it to you, or create that. But I just think that that is something for a actual legit landowner who's passionate about their piece of property to have and be able to look at it at it in a different way. I think that's super cool, man. You could, like you said, you can piece that that on make all the memories like oh shot a buck over here found a shed over here and in your man cave you can just look out there and be like ah man yeah i remember that buck i shot that green pin up there you know that was 2016 you know i mean i shot him you know he was chasing a doe whatever it's just cool to have that whole wall you know that big piece to look at and plus like we always say when you get that big thing you can look at stuff starts connected and like you can kind of make sense you know what i mean especially if you could see kind of not only your piece, but you can zoom it out and get the neighbor's pieces, the edges to see where the pinch points yep. are and stuff. Super cool. So uh, last shout out for Carter Maps. We just we just absolutely love their their product and uh just su- such high quality. That map that map's gonna look rest of my life. I'll have that. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's it's solid. So Yep. So be sure to check them out at CarterMaps.com. Really great product, high quality, and uh Spencer stands behind his product. Is that it? I believe so, man. Let's get into the show. All right. We got Eric Clark from the Where to Hunt and the Where to Hunt podcast. How are you doing tonight, man? I'm good, fellas. Drinking some scotch like I do. Nice. Just hanging out here in my weird green chair. Oh, yeah. I got a zebra chair. (laughs) Yeah, you do. (laughs) It was actually my wife's, and she wasn't using it. I was tired of sitting on a (laughs) non-pad. But we've been doing this two years. We can't even get some nice computer rolly chairs out here. Nope. Nothing. I got I got these uncomfortable stools, and you sit in that long enough, and your back starts to arch. I'm like, I'm sitting in the chair, and it's this weird green chair from like 1962. I don't know. It's great. It's probably it's real super solid. Yeah, it's probably real <laughs> yeah. solid. Get those chairs that are nice and worn out, and just yep. This your right butt cheeks just impressed. <laughs> yeah, it's just form fit <laughs> now. Yeah, form fit. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna fall asleep in this chair when we hang up. Yeah, yeah. Stay here. I'm not gonna move. The scotch is right here. I ain't gotta go nowhere. But. <laughs> But we've been trying to get this laid out for a couple months, man. I'm I appreciate you finally coming on and uh wanted to have you come on. We enjoy your your podcast. I really like your lives. I pop in and I pop out and I'm mm-hmm. back in and uh it's cool to pop in and out and I like how you involve uh, you know the people that are listening. I think that's super cool, a unique idea. Something that I don't think we could ever really nail down. Um but uh you you do an awesome job at it, so we appreciate you coming on, man. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. I think you guys are doing an awesome job. You guys hit my radar, and I fell in love with your podcast just the same. So 
um, you're one of the ones out there doing it right, doing it well, and, and just doing a good job with it. So it's hard to not notice when people are doing a good job. Well, we appreciate that, man. The main thing we do is we just try to have like the most amount of fun that we possibly can. <laughs> and uh, somehow that, I think it's just fun and worth ethic is all it is. You know what I mean? We just, we, I told homie when we started this, you know, if we're going to start it, we're going to take it serious. We're going to do the best we can. And if it doesn't do anything, oh, well, we're still going to have fun. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's, it's a, the last, since last season, we've, we've shown a huge growth in listeners and support. And like I said, it's, it's fun, man. You get to grow something, grow your brand, see something build. And, uh, you got a lot of that going on right now. We'll get into that a little bit later, but I just want you to introduce yourself to our listeners and uh, tell them a little bit about yourself. Yeah, cool. Thanks, guys. I'll take the floor for a second. So uh, for those that don't know, uh, Where to Hunt is a GPS-based hunting app. Uh, I founded that a couple years ago. It's kind of like you know the Waze GPS app where you avoid traffic jams and shit in other cars. It's kind of like the Waze of hunting. You just avoid other hunters. Uh, we'll dive into that deeper. And then the word hunt podcast, I've been doing it for seven years, um, which is comical because I only started being consistent a year ago, basically because I'm just a big idiot. So like, <laughs> you know, I, I probably should have like 500 episodes or more. And I have, you know, like a hundred something because I just, I would do it when I felt like it and interview someone then sit on it and then produce it and whatever. And then, uh, you know, I've always had this vision of making it a, a radio show. I wanted to always have it be, it's the tagline is the community of public land hunters. And it's also the other tagline is the OKS podcast in the Midwest. So we have two taglines now. Um, but it's, it's always been a vision of mine to have it be a radio show for everyone else to call in. So it's their show and not mine. Cause I don't know shit. And I think there's only so many experts you can talk to. And I think the collective hunting body around the country um, everyone's got some nuggets that, you know, no one else knows. And to, if I can extract that and give it back to the people, that's kind of what I'm trying to do with the show. And it's been a ton of fun, man. I tell you, we've got prank callers now that call in and shit and <laughs> you just got to roll with the bunches, but we had a really good prank call last, uh, like the pranksters or what, what, what was that? Dude, people, people straight up call and prank us and they're like contextual prankers. Like they'll have you believe that they're actually a hunter for like a half a second. Like, Oh Yeah. Yeah, I was hunting with my buddies this one time, and then, you know, I came across this thing, and it was Sasquatch, and it was beaten off. I was like, okay, <laughs> click. Like, what? You know, like, Damn they it. don't just come out right away. Right? They, they really kind of tease you into it. You're like, all right, this might be a real caller. You know, I don't know. He sounds like he's talking about hunting, and then that, you know. Nice. Well, I'm going to have to call in some time. And, I know, yeah. yeah I, I've, do I've been on there, and I'm just like, ah, I, I should call in because if I was doing that, like, I would want somebody to call in, yeah. you know, just kind of trying to do the right thing. And I just, I just haven't yet. It's hard because it's, it's, you know, I think you do you it around seven o'clock sometimes or something, but yeah. 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 You know, you do it in the evening, got the kids running around, yeah. you know, the wife's usually half pissed off. So, <laughs> I mean, you I got that going. It. I'm talking to the where to hunt guys. Come yeah. On. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make, I'm going to make it a point to call in there and, and, and talk to you a little bit about hunting. I've, I've listened to your podcast multiple times in the live feed and, uh, I know, you know, I know quite a few people that call in and talk, and it's cool to to listen to them and kind of, it's kind of like a community. You know, I feel like the podcast tribe is kind of like a community and the hunting industry. So, a lot of them call in on there. It's cool to listen to them, see what they got going on, and and catch up with what you what you guys got going on. And then the OKS Hunter, I love that. I know that's that's a super <laughs> solid slogan. I feel like that's me in a nutshell. You know, what I mean, like we always say that. 
Like this is what we do, but this <laughs> it, this is just what we do. Like this yeah. isn't the right thing to do. This is just how we might have made yeah, success. I, you know I, what I mean? Who there's these guys on YouTube a long time ago, the Hodge twins or something like that. They're these two super ripped twins that were like these fitness guru guys. And at the end of every single episode, they would say, Look, man, at the end of the day, this is just our, our advice. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. And that was their way of saying, like, don't give a shit. Like, you can really do whatever you want. We're just giving our two cents. And so the OKS Hunter thing for me is, like, look, I am i don't have Pope and Young Bucks on my wall. I, you know, I am I really am I'm loud. I'm clunky. I'm like, you know, I do things the hard way. I'm Polish. And uh, so for me, I just try to lean into the OKS Hunter thing because it's, it's my – my out like people can't say where's your big bucks bro i never said i had a big book i'm just trying to learn yeah. from everybody else and so you know I, I think that it should be okay to shoot whatever the hell you want to shoot it's your tag do whatever you want with it yeah. why you got to come at me with that stuff like get out of here so that's kind of my way to combat that so we have a brand now the okayest hunter on instagram and um you know it's just a funny page to try to make hunting okay again like the the presidential campaign and nothing so turns me off more from a person than just hearing that, like, the only way to do something is their way. Because nine times out of ten, there's probably a little better way, whether you do, you know, tweak it here, tweak it there, or, you know, just tweak it the way you want it. And, yeah. you know, I don't have to do it exactly the way because no two people are alike. You know, right, they're always right. going to be something that I'm a little better at than you are and you're a little better at than Cody is. So, you know, just for somebody to say to kill a 150 inch deer you have to hunt this way it's just absolute bullshit really and you know it just gets old hearing it over and over and over again because there's very many ways to to hunt and you know hunting is supposed to be fun you know it's a sport it's supposed to be fun yeah, and that, that's mind, what we're supposed know? to be doing lift each other up don't tear each other down exactly but. so I want to hunt this way and it's fun for me whether I'm successful or not is, you know, maybe that's not the dependent outcome that I want. I just want to be out there hunting. Yeah. Everyone's version of success is different. I know it sounds exactly. easy sometimes, but for me it's adventure. Like I just want to have, I want to have, I want to blaze a trail and have something memorable happen. And the further off I go from the trail, the better the adventure. And then I'm learning a lot of stuff along the way. And if I get, if I see a deer, that's, that's a bonus. If I get one, that's a double bonus. If I get a big one, cause I've learned some shit and I've applied it. That's pretty incredible, you know, but the goal is to have fun and enjoy the time outside. And that's it for me. Like if I ever lose touch with that, I've lost myself and I'm not trying to do that. You know, everyone has their challenges and that's great. But at some point you get too caught up in some of these challenges and investing yourself. And, you know, it, then you just get disappointed with stuff, which is okay. You can be disappointed, but it has to stay fun, man. It has to stay fun. That's what I think. I mean, that's that's my opinion. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like, you know, maybe two, three years ago, like, it was getting really bad of, like, you know, people going against each other and stuff. But I feel like these last two years and going forward, I feel like it's really starting to come back to, you know, the roots of why we're out there. People shooting what they want, being proud of what they shoot, not saying, well... It's not it's not the biggest one out there, but you know yeah, they're just, just they're just proud to yeah, shoot yeah. you know a deer, and which yeah, we yeah. all should be. Yeah. 
I don't know how many how many times being home we've talked about like the film inside of that what we're doing the podcast side when it becomes not fun I've told him I'm I'm done and he said yeah. the same yeah. thing we're yeah. done we will literally if this becomes not fun tomorrow the podcast is done like you know I mean and the, and that's just the way it is because if you're doing something you're not having fun doing it just like hunting or anything that you do in life and it becomes work it's going to become a negative very quick so just like you said being the okay as hunter is a great term because there is a lot of guys out there that maybe they have killed a couple good bucks or whatever or you know a few but then there are experts you know and me mm-hmm. and homie both killed a couple good deer but we are far from experts and i feel like people who take the expert route put a negative onto the people that are trying to grow because they're trying to be like, well, if I don't do this and I won't be like this guy. Yeah. But if yeah. you got a guy saying, you know, I'm okay. This is kind of what I do. This might work for you. I would rather listen to that guy as a beginner than a guy that's like, well, this is how you do it. Cause this is how I've, I've done it. And then there's no right. other way, you know what I mean? Right. So I think yeah. you're doing the right thing there and you're putting a positive uh, impact behind what you're doing and uh, hopefully motivating people to get out there. That's, that's our main mission, you know, motivate people to, to pursue hunting, get out there and, and have fun, involve their kids and, and enjoy the sport. That's exactly it, man. That's what I'm, I mean, that's kind of it. Like I trying to build a community of, you know, I'm, I'm an overly positive guy. Anyways, I'm a, I'm a eternal perpetual optimist. Uh, and I think everything's going to work and everything's going to be great. <laughs> and I learned that not everyone thinks that way, but uh, certainly, you know, not the cheesy way of be positive and happy. I'm not like, you know, running an episode of Peppa Pig here, but mm-hmm. certainly you should have some positive outlook on things and not be a negative Nancy. Yeah. And I mean, I've, I've taken that to the extreme here, like the last two and a half, three months. And um, I listen to Gary V almost every day and I'm, I'm a big, big um, pusher of the honey empire. I mean, that's, yep. that's what it's all yep. about. Just build the tallest building, man. Don't tear other people's buildings down. I've yep. been listening to Gary Vee for like probably about the same amount of time I've been podcasting, seven years. And I met him last year on April 1st. It wasn't April Fool's. So almost a year ago, I met him in person. I spent a day at Vayner Media and hung out with his crew. He's got 30 uh, people around just him. They're all operate off a of text message, which is hilarious. And uh, met D-Rock. And dude, it was... Yes. It was like, uh, I thought I was, someone had to pinch me. You know, I, I was like, this is, is this real? Am I really here? You know, it's crazy. And the amount of stuff that I learned from that guy, I'll never have, I'll never be doing as much as him. I feel like there's just no way. Like a maniac. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which a... makes me feel like I'm always deficient oh, and yeah. I'm doing a lot. I always, <laughs> I always feel like I'm deficient. Even with the podcast, I'm like, yeah. I am not doing enough. I just yeah. feel like yeah. I'm not That's doing enough. Not when time. you can, not when you look at Gary, yeah, there's no, no way. There's no way. But, um, you know, like we, we get messages, you know, sporadically of, of, you know, people listening to the show and all of a sudden their, their ignition to go out and, and hunt again has been reignited and, um, you know, that's cool to hear, but that's cool. That's and, cool. um, like it's, it's not really, it doesn't really get into your head, but for me to say that Gary B's podcast has changed my life, like that is, that is the real deal. Like that has happened. But when somebody says it to me, like, I just don't, it, it doesn't connect, but I, it is believable for that to happen. Yeah. Like we had yeah. that guy that messaged us and was like, you know, I, in, I'm, you know, I'm, He's in Mississippi, yeah. and he's like, 
I just listened to you guys, and this October, I'm getting a stand on my back. I'm going to pack in, and I'm just going for it. I'm just like, whoa, dude. Yeah. Like, like that is super so awesome. awesome. It's like, Dude, I had a guy message me that's cooking more because of musket powder. So and I'm not even trying to like pump brands. Like that's not, I'm not, don't get me twisted here, but like I rep those guys and he's like, I'm cooking more because of that. I bought some arrows that you had, a, you had some arrow guys on vector custom shops. So I bought those. Um, your guy that does the tip of the week deer vein, Anthony Heller, I'm, he's coming up to Minnesota to help some vets because I'm running a veteran thing up here, teaching vets how to shoot bows and get in the woods, help with PTSD. And, um, He's like, dude, you're you're impacting lives. You don't even fucking realize it. You know, yeah. like he's like, and I'm just one person, right? And then I had a guy in Texas that I talked to earlier this week, and he's like, I, I introduced him to three people trying to help him with what he's doing because he had heard of the show. And it's just like you don't realize the ripple effect of what you're doing. I, dude, every time, every time anyone says they listen to the show, I'm like, dude, I thought I had like four listeners. Yeah. So <laughs> and I know that's not true because I see the numbers, but that's how I treat it. And that's how I feel. I'm humbled every time someone says, you know, Oh yeah, I listen to your show. I'm like, shut up. Really? And I don't expect you to, but like, that's so cool to hear. <laughs> you know? um, someone told me the other day, like, dude, I, I said, Alexa play where to hunt podcast. And it did. And I was like, wait, I didn't even know I could do that. Really? That's a thing. Shit. All right. That's cool. Yeah. That's yeah. Fun. Um, I love it, man. I love it. I, that's, that's the oxygen, right? That's what Gary. Yeah. Says. That's my oxygen. That is the yep. same way I feel I need, and I'm, I'm not egotistical or anything like that, but, I need that affirmation, man. I need to know that I'm not in an echo chamber. Like, I need to know people are hearing this shit. Otherwise, what am I doing it for? Well, I and mean, when it, I get that feedback, it feels great. I love it. For sure. Yeah. And I mean, it's a lot of work. A lot goes on behind the scenes. A lot goes on before we hit the record button and, and lay this down that, you know, you just want somebody to be able to enjoy it, whether it's one person. Like I told Cody, I said, I'll go till there's, till we're not having fun or there's, you know, zero people listening. Like, if one person can, take something from it then we're gonna keep going you know yeah yeah absolutely man so anyway the podcasting it's a great thing it's a, it's a fun space trying to learn together and help each other and connect folks and, and this and that it's been a good thing yeah the power of podcasting is something we didn't even know like the friendships we've made and connections we've made and we were just a couple guys in a pink room with 50 dollars <laughs> microphones <laughs> you know, sending it, you know what I mean? Like barely yeah, sending yeah. it. That, that's, that's how we started. You know, I'm like, ah, let's start a podcast. And then two days later, we're Googled it and <laughs> well, here we go. So, but yeah, now we're two years and a few months in and, um, it's starting to gain traction and it's just, your logo is dope. Like your, your show is, dope. I mean, the way you guys have it laid out and the, the like match you guys have, it's good stuff. It's real good stuff. Yeah. The logo, I told the guys that, well, actually, my mother-in-law was like, well, what if you do this? And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to add this. And I, a guy at work, I was like, this is what I want. And he's like, nailed it. First fucking, first time drawing. It. He Just did. Yeah, that do logo design, and he nailed it. That's a good one. Yeah. I, I appreciate good logos when I see them because that's what I do. And that's the hardest thing for logo. us really was the name. Yeah, the name. The name oh. is tough. Even the man. name is good, dude. Like, yeah. my name's stupid. I picked that because that was what people <laughs> searched in SEO world when I was selling SEO back yeah. in 2008 i think where to hunt i think where like what your outlet is or like where you're headed i think that's a solid name where to hunt yeah yeah for what it's you just got so going funny because it's so literal yeah. but it's actually like where not to hunt technically yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> but you know we were like we were both like you know newly into dad and up and yeah. we were like man what i always told homie i said you know 
main thing is is like podcasts don't go away. They're there. You know what I mean? Even podcasts that haven't released an episode for three years, you can still search still them. Still out there. They're still there. Yeah. So I said in 10 years, if our kids find all these episodes and they can dig through all of them, just the amount of knowledge that they can learn. And then like, how cool would it be to be able to listen to your dad when he's 25? <laughs> Like for hours at a time. How cool would that be to be like? Yeah, and when they're a teenager, it's not happening. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like like freaking. Oh yeah, I just took him out on my son out on a shed hunt. Blah blah. blah when he was five, and the kid's twenty five, and he's listening to that. That's yeah. gonna be so epic. Shit. You know what I mean? Like if I had that with my dad, it would be incredible. And that's why I told him. I said, "What? You know, white tail legacy, dude. We're trying to leave a legacy with our kids, and and that's our main main mission. Like." Show normal people that they can kill big deer if they put the work in. Because yep. that's, that's you know, most everybody's, a lot of people's goal is to kill a nice buck. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not hating on that at yeah. all on how I approach things. Like, but that's my goal too, you know? To yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm happy with some other shit along the way. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm the same way. When I first started, I told homie, I don't know how many six-pointers she got murdered. <laughs> I mean, it, it was a lot of small basket racks, a lot of three points, you know what I mean? And it was, it's, it was fun. It was so much fun, man. It was so... It was so awesome, you know what I mean? And I'm not a ever I don't ever push anybody to kill something they don't want like Thor, dude. He killed that oh, he was just dude, super jacked. jacked. And I was so like that deer was what was it, a five point? I, I can't I can't remember. But it was he was in Georgia and the deer <laughs> the deer killed it and I was like, dude, this guy is so jacked. With it's a rifle like so, forty yards. Such a special moment for him and I could feel the passion. And I was jacked for him. Yeah. Like that's what hunting needs to go back to. And like I said, I think guys like you and us trying to do the right thing and and motivate people to, to do what they want and enjoy the sport um, through podcasts is, is slow, slowly grinding to, to people to maybe think, well, maybe maybe they can kill whatever they want. So uh, the, the number two name instead of Whitetail Legacy, the number two name uh, was going to be Bucks, Beers, and Bows. But since Cody's the gun guy, that wouldn't have lasted too long. He <laughs> would have shot a hole in that. With his yeah, yeah. yeah. Just... We'd have had to change it <laughs> real quick. Had to add bucks, bows, and guns. <laughs> White Tail Legacy was the right move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, way solid. All right. Well, we kind of hit on the Where to Hunt app, um, but kind of dig into a little bit more of uh, what you got going on with that and uh, how pe- where people can find it and get involved. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll ramble here for a little bit because it's, it's my life. Um, so I, I started the app as what's called an MVP, which means a minimum viable product for those that might not know. Um, and for those that do, sorry to patronize you. But, um, you know, the first version was a static check-in. So the concept, because the technology is kind of limited, um, you'd go out to your tree stand because that's how I hunted. And I assume that's how other people hunted. And you would get all set up, your safety harness is in, you're all good to go, and you open up the app and you click check in, and it would go tick, tick, and you'd be checked in to a public map. So then digitally, you're a dot that represents a hunter, and then you would then see any anyone else that's checked in too uh, within a certain range of miles. And you would be notified in, at a range that you would select, say maybe I want to be alerted if someone else checks in five miles away from me or closer. Um so then your phone would vibrate, it'd say refresh your map, and it would say, boom, another hundred is checked in nearby. Like now there's some awareness, right? So 
part of that's kind of safety, you know, your target and beyond. But really the concept was like, you know, if I roll into this parking lot and there's 10 cars and trucks or whatever, I, I know that if I'm the jackass that got there late, I'm going to ruin someone else's hunt. And I don't want to do that. And this is a spot I was planning to hunt because I scouted it last, you know, spring or whatever. And so even if I saw two people on the where to hunt app out of the 10 cars, that's still a better outcome, right? I'm going to at least avoid two people for sure. Uh, and so really I'm trying to like disperse hunters on public land is what my goal is. Uh, what people think is the number one problem for getting into public land is access. Uh, that's not true in the data. What the data tells us is actually it's time, uh, time from day job, career, wife, kids, if you're a girl, husband, kids, whatever. Um, and, and like family and not having enough PTO and just time to get out in the woods. So the number one problem with getting out to any public land to do hunting at all is time. We just don't have a lot of it. So for me with where to hunt now it's changed. We have a version two and it's live tracking. There's no more, there's no more static check-in. So if you open it, it's kind of like Uber when you see a car coming your way on, on its way to pick you up, you can see people moving through the woods actively. Oh, nice. Um, so it's not like you have to check in. It just runs and you're seeing the same thing happen everywhere else. And then a lot of people got pissed. They're like, dude, I don't want to share my spot and have people take it. So we created the private group feature so folks can go in and like track their own hunting party. So if you're doing gun hunting with a group of eight guys or five guys or whatever, or gals and guys, um, you can see where, you know, Joe Smith is and Eric Clark is, and you'll know specifically where your buddies are, which is good because people get bumped or they get lost. They move, they, you know, whatever they still hunt. Um, and so the way that it, that it works now, like it's kind of like the ways app like the gps app uh for like driving of hunting i don't have a lot of time i have two kids i have a two and a half year old and a six month old i have a day job i do the startup i do the podcast i do graphic design on the side uh, primarily logos and so for me like if i have time in the woods if i see another hunter or they bump into me it, we if it, we now are not going to see any deer and i don't have any problem with bumping into people like I'm very cordial and very nice. I'm, I'm a big believer of killing with kindness. Like, I'm never going to be a jackass of someone. I think we're out there for the same reasons. But unfortunately, we're not going to see any effing deer now. So that sucks. <laughs> it's a pretty bad use of my time. So if time is the number one variable as to why people won't hunt, um, if I can help them make better use of their time in the woods and avoid each other, and so we have some more awareness, that's the, kind of the goal of the app, so to speak. So I don't want folks to be like, you know, if you log in and, and you're publishing where you're at, I don't intend it to be this, you know, come to my spot. It should be a beacon to say, stay the hell away from me. I'm occupying the space right now. So it's really an app that helps identify occupied and unoccupied hunting land. That's the premise. Yeah. I was long winded. No. Yeah. I was <laughs> say it's a great explanation about it. And you know, that guy that said, well, I don't really want people to come to my spot. And just like you said, they're right at the end it is more of like, Hey, I'm here. Like, let's be, let's be respectful. Let's be courteous. You realize I'm here, you know, go to maybe your backup spot or something, or, you know, maybe you need to get here 20 minutes earlier tomorrow or something, you know, right. that's like, kind, of kind of how of I claim, look at claim it. Claim your spot. And, and so it's, it's interesting because there's a number of dynamics playing out here. There's a gal that was on the working class Bowhunter podcast that said she would put a laminate photo of a map on the back of her car on a windshield or like a, like her, like, back window to show hunters like and she would put like i'm here and so she was doing like an analog version of the word hunt app yeah 
because she didn't want people to come and she didn't want people to mess up her hunt, right? And and like waste their time trudging out to the, her spot and to find that she's there. So she's like, stay the hell away. And so like, I don't, I I don't know that your spot's even any good. Just because I see a dot on a map doesn't mean that means that's where the deer are. <laughs> like, how do I know your spot's any good? And by the way, for the record, it's public land. Like, it's not actually your spot. You know, um, you know wake up call and for the folks this is gonna be a little bit of a dig but for the folks that are the hardcore hunters and the avid guys who i talk to them every day on my podcast every week um you know that this is my spot i don't want to share it that's okay to an extent i I get it um but that type of mentality isn't going to keep hunting around for the next 10 20 years if there's a new wave of folks coming into the space we want to share that with them like i'm the first guy to say have my spot like i'll go find a new one i'm the seasoned guy here even though I'm the OKS hunter, like I'll go figure something else out. But if you're new, I'll put you where the deer are. So I've introduced five people to hunting in the last seven years or so. Five people that have never, ever done it. And I put them on deer every single year when we go gun hunting and they've gotten deer. And that's exciting for me. Why would I keep them from that? Right? Like I wouldn't guard that. So those are my friends. That's how I treat them. That's how I treat everybody in hunting. If there's a noob, it's like, Look, man, this is a great spot. I think you'll have some success here. Like, you're not going to get the biggest buck, but you can fill your freezer. I promise you that. As long as you take a good ethical shot, there's a good chance you're going to see some deer here. And I think that's that's kind of the message I'm trying to put out there. So that's a little bit of the app. And there's some big plans for the app. I'm part of an incubator, and we're looking for investors. And there's a lot of crazy stuff happening with how that's going to get rolled out. Um, it's just going to keep growing. We have about 40,000 users on the app right now. And that's for free. I, I don't have any more money to put into it. So, um, you know, if I get some funny mind, this thing, it's going to blow up. Well, props to you for, you know, getting people out there and getting them on deer, man. I mean, that's, that's something to be proud of. It's exciting. dude. I love it. I love it. And I'm like, all right, let's teach you how to gut. And then I make them drag it like an asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, now you got to do it. Like, what do you mean I got to drag it? I'm like, oh, you got to do some work now, man. It's not about the shooting of the deer. Yeah, it's all you part of the experience. Work. Yeah. Yeah. They all sweat it up. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> then you appreciate it. And when you eat it, you you enjoy every morsel. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's a different experience when you when you provide for yourself like that. So, you know, um, it's been a thrill ride, man. It's, it's a lot to, to do all that stuff. And it's an interesting market you know hunters are uh, passionate folks and i i hear it i I'm, I'm i'm a hunter that's why i did this i wanted to help us all yeah i think you're doing it the the right way man and i feel like you said there's going to be some some hard hard people to convince you know what i mean because uh, there's a lot of people that are really selfish when it comes to hunting and uh that's one thing that i try not to be i try to be kind of open-minded and we're actually going to write a blog here soon about uh, building relationships on public land. I feel like a lot of people approach them wrong. We've always approached them with open arms and um, kind of trying to work together. And literally every person that we've met on public ground has been really solid person. And, yep. uh, you know, we kind of bounce ideas back together, back and forth. And I feel like there's a, most hunters are solid guys, but I feel like there's very few number of guys that, kind of take it maybe a little bit too serious you know, one bad egg ruins a whole bunch yeah, and you get, that, you, and get and you get guys that are you know just it is what it is like you're gonna have that anywhere in life and every facet of what you're doing and um yeah I, I agree with you there yeah but i i mean i i am excited to see where the app go just for the short time i've talked to you just because i can see the passion that you have for the project 
um, wanting it to grow and wanting it to grow for the right reasons. You know what I mean? You're trying to help other people. You're trying to grow the sport, which you talk to anybody. That's like the main thing. You know what I mean? The sport's dying, sport's dying. I want to be there for my kids. Sells. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and so every, every single person I've ever talked to, dude, everyone's all, there's not someone that had some to public land that hasn't been bumped or bumped into someone. And if next time that happens for everybody listening, next time that happens, or if it happened in the past, just think to yourself for a second, man, if they had this where to hunt app, that could have been prevented. Like that didn't have to happen. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's like the, it'd be really the, cool to the... like know where a guy was squirrel hunting. Like I'm going to be squirrel hunting in this area. Yeah. Like yep. during early bow season. Cause then you're not like, I'm not going to pack a stand all the way in there, <laughs> hang up. And then a squirrel hunter comes through, you know what I mean? So. I think, so we're 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 building a heat map right now. It's it's basically built. I just gotta to release it and all that stuff, which is kind of a pain. But um, it's pretty straightforward. Like the way it's going to work, right? We can we can uh, we know what people are doing based on the, literally the times they're hunting, um, like during the day and like what's in season that time. So we can make some pretty good assumptions about whether they were turkey hunting, deer hunting, squirrel hunting, et cetera, et cetera. Um, to a certain point, and there's ways that we're gonna build into that, but the the heat map concept is for free. You can open up the app and you can see everything from this time last year and back. So like if I open up the heat map and let's just pretend it was rolled out for a second, I open up the word to hunt app. I could see everything from, you know, March is it sixth uh, from 2019 and backwards. So I can say, Oh, look at like, what did September of 2019 look like? Um, you know, from a perspective of like, what was the hunting pressure in the area that I'm going to be hunting? And what did October look like? What did the rut look like? And so now you can start to go, oh shit, this is really a hot area. Like maybe this coming year, I'm going to look at it differently. And then for a paid fee, you can see everything from today and back, right? So now I can see real-time data. And so I can look at this season specifically and how it's starting to heat up and compare and contrast that data to last year and the year before and the year before to get a sense of what that movement looks like because we have so many users coming to the app, um, even the avid and hardcore guys that say they don't want to share their spot. <laughs> I can see the data. Those folks love to see where everybody else is hunting, even though they don't want to share their spot. So the refresh rate on that, in some cases, it's a couple hundred times uh, a day where they're refreshing the app to see where everybody <laughs> else is hunting. So like, you know, uh, we're going to address that too. And if you want to just be be completely incognito, but still see what's happening, there doesn't be a pay, there's going to be a price to pay for that. Because, that's valuable data at that point. If yeah, you're not for willing sure. to for a go where you're hunting, then that's fine, but you can pay for it. I think um, that's a good idea too. That that so, that gives you kind of an incognito, but gives you the information of where other people are hunting, which yep, is incredibly yep. valuable. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I mean they're gonna they're gonna take it on the expense of all the guys that are doing it for free, but there's a new breed of hunter that doesn't they don't care. They just not care. They don't care that way. Uh they want the community, they want to know what's going on, they want to be connected and see what's happening. So you know, I, I'm learning a lot and doing this because I have data. I'm having all these conversations with so many people every single day. And, and you know, it's just compounding my efforts here. So it's it's interesting, man. It's, it'll be fun to see where it goes. And then the podcast is just this other thing um, that's kind of growing its own legs. Yeah, well. I would say just looking at the data would be, you know, super cool to just have that and know what what people are doing out there. That would be super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Onyx is great. Like, you can see property boundaries, know where you stand. I think if, like, their tagline is know where you stand, ours isn't, but it could be know who stands among you. Like, 
90% of our time is scouting away from other hunters, I think. That's not a real statistic. I'm just making that shit up. But like, that's what it feels like. And so why not make that easier? Well, I know that I've like, we've walked way deep into spots mm. and scouted it. And there's a bunch of stands. We're like, ah, oh, this is done. Yeah. And we could save all that what time. What a waste of time. Yeah, we could yep. save all that time if people would be like, oh, I got stands here, 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 and here. You know, and then you could be like, well, shit, I'm not going back there. It ain't worth the, it ain't worth the walk. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then it's a matter of claiming it, you know, like, because that's what's happening anyways. People are getting there first and they're claiming it. Yeah. And then, I, I mean, see what the difference is digitally. Still, if, I mean, someone, does, if a... someone goes to your spot in person, now they just ruin it with their scent. Like, you might want to tell them to stay away digitally so it doesn't get all mucked up. Yeah. But it could be cool, you know, if a guy is like, he's, you know, a few hours away and he might only hunt there like every Saturday. You're like, okay, well, this guy's only here on Saturdays. Right. You know, That's I could get point. in here and mm-hmm. hunt on a Wednesday after work and there's going to be no one here. And right. then by the time this guy gets here on Saturday, it's going to be good to go, you know? Yeah. And and then it'd be cool if you could, you know, kind of create a community and be like, hey, man, I'm kind of hunting the same area as you, like a personal message, kind of Instagram deal, you know, DM the dude and be like, hey, bro, um, <laughs> I'm going to go in there on Wednesday. I'll let you know what I see. You know what I mean? Like, ew, I think that would be kind of cool. Hey, Buckmaster89. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> this is Buck Slayer, this is Buck Slayer 92 I'm telling you. It's Buck yes. Slayer 69 <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Yeah, so uh, I'm going to be going there on Wednesday, um, you know. I seen your 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 trail camera. You're gonna see a picture of me. You know what I mean? Because that's how it was the craziest thing. We we met some guys on um, public, and they got a trail cam picture of homie, and they oh, had, yeah. they were like, "Oh, that's that's the guy we seen from Whitetail Legacy." And then they personal messaged our page. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, you are you guys from are you guys hunting XXX spot? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, I got a trail cam picture of you. <laughs> I was like, damn, That's creepy. Can't be incognito anymore out there. That's funny. That's but yeah, funny, it was dude. super hilarious. It didn't help that nice. we were like inches away from his cam when we walked by. Like yeah, he had it staged. We had to like walk around this water to get like a foot away from it. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of half-ass flooded, and then there was a giant bush, and then boom on the camera. So you're literally eight feet from the cam. When yeah, you're right there. You're just like, oh shit, you're I'm right, right at it. You're like, oh, there's a camera. Right and, oh, and we yeah. weren't expecting well, anything funny. back there. Like yeah. we decided it's kind of like gonna be our own little spot, but. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, that's oh, yeah. all that's you can do. People, there's people no... read maps the same way. Like, there's not, it's not like your spot isn't as sacred as you think. No, nah, the there's way always the world someone works there. It's just, it's, it's just, just being there when they're not there. You know what yeah. I mean? That's, yeah. the, that's, the, that's the key. And that's what we kind of worked out with us. Like, dude, I thought I was being all freaking stealth when I took a canoe out a couple years ago, two years ago. And I was like, this is going to be it, man. We're going to be the only guys on this property. And, Sure shit, dude. I get to this spot and it was the only spot I was going to go. Like I wasn't going to paddle up another two miles up upstream, you know, and I get there and there's a fucking canoe there. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Just and then one of those moments I'm like, God, if they were using my app. I would just stay away from this. Not a big property. And I walked up on one guy who was sleeping. He didn't know me. I was there. I, I skirted around him. And then um, I got to a spot. I'm like, all right, my buddy went that one way. I'm like, you might see guys just keep an eye out, look up for tree stands. Like just keep a, keep a, you know, keen eye. I'm going to go this way. Hopefully I don't bump them. We'll see what happens. And I'm like, I don't even know if it's one guy or two for the record. So I bump one guy, he's sleeping. I move on. And then also I hear thwack, boom, 
all of a sudden a freaking doe comes like running right. I mean, I could have freaking touched this thing running right at me and then runs to a cornfield and like hightails it a certain way and like runs the edge of the cornfield and dies. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I never saw the hunter. I never saw him. I don't, I, he must've seen me, I think. And I certainly had to have some sort of play in that deer, the whole thing playing out, but I had no freaking clue. He was there. No clue. And I'm like, Oh God, people just use a stupid app that I made. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on. And then I see the sleeping guy walking up to his buddy and I watch this all go down and he comes up to me and I'm like, dude, you're, you're whoever it was shot a doe. She ran this way. I think she's dead over there. Like, go get her. I'm going to go back this way now. Cause I'm not going to see shit obviously and uh you know good job guys have a good day yeah. um it would have been nice to just avoid that side of the property altogether you know, honestly um but it is what it is you know that's just how it goes and so like that's the stuff that you know i experience and see and i know there's a solution for it we just got to get more bodies on the app yeah yeah we we uh we hiked in crossed a huge ravine walked way across and then the sustained 150 yards we're like ah oh, sweet you know <laughs> yeah. but yeah. it's public yeah. land you 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 can't you tell that guy not it. to be there no, you know right. what i mean That's you just, just gotta it. hunt yeah. so yeah. we we made friends with them and and we worked together and we hunted you know that's that's what we do and uh like with that app we would have known that guy was back there and maybe it would have deterred us from going back there or maybe you know it's like you said it's in in the end it's public land. So as yep. long as people aren't marking on there, just seeing a giant buck back here, you know, or just shot this, it's not, <laughs> not going to draw thing. people to certain areas, you know what I mean? Right, but right. if there's like a harvest report, you know, that's the guy just being blatant, you know what I mean? But if yeah. there's a harvest report. No, we don't report, do that. You know, we keep it anonymous. We don't have that. I mean, although, you know, uh, there's talk of maybe doing something like that, like for data's sake, not for. Yeah, um, I think it would be cool you know, if you could sake. do like. Uh, like some kind of data, like total number harvest off this piece of public, yep. you know, per the year. Because I know the DNR has all that info, you know what I mean? Like how many deer were harvested off this piece, how many turkeys. And that kind of give an idea of a guy like, well, what's a deer population like? Is it worth driving two hours to go to this piece? You know what I mean? What's my odds? And also you would have, you know, amount of hunters amount of deer harvest and i'd give you a pretty good idea of like okay maybe there isn't what's really going on here yeah. maybe it's not worth a two-hour drive to go down there and check it out maybe i should go over here so i think you have a really good idea it's just um oh great idea getting getting the, fine, the awareness get yeah, the fine awareness. print and the awareness out about it and that's why we had you on to, to kind of give you some awareness to, of the app and that people can get on it so where they can find the app on the app store yeah, you can't. I think it's kind of hard to search. I, I think, anyways. But if you go to whereto.app.com and you could type in the letter two or the number, or like the, the word TO or the letter. Oh my God. The number two. <laughs> Words are hard, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a terrible Jesus. talker. I don't oh my have a gosh. face for a movie or a or word language. Yeah, what am for I doing radio? hosting a podcast? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. No, yeah. Where to I messed that up on purpose. It was supposed to be a joke. <laughs> I'm laughing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yell at oh me gosh. again. Oh, yeah. What if Greg, Greg, my co host, he always says, I got a beautiful face for radio. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling but, you. Yeah, that, where to huntapp.com, it'll, it'll be the hub of everything. You can get to all the social channels from there. You can get to the podcast. You can buy apparel. You can download the app for Google or Android, you know, whatever, either, either one, iOS or Android. And, um, 
there's the recipe of the week there. We have all our partners on there. It's it's a it's a one stop shop. Yeah, I need to, I need to get on the an okayest hunter T shirt for sure. Yeah, that's definitely me. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, we got a couple of those. So I so it's funny because I have the Wisconsin okayest hunter, which is me, and then I have it's a whole separate brand called the okayest hunter, and we have some okayest hunter hats and shirts and stuff that we put out there. Um, it's just kind of spun up as its own little entity, so it's kind of neat. It's it's got. It's grown. When you get rapidly. a good thing, you got to run with it, man. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. I was like, well, let's just, let's just put this out there and see what happens. Then we're doing, uh, also with the podcast, we've released, uh, a couple weeks ago, we started the most memorable hunts. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Yeah. I've seen it on um, LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, we're film scoring. So every, every guest I have on, I ask them, Hey, what's your most memorable hunt? And we, I plan to see at the beginning. I tell them not to tell me. And by the end, I ask that question. And then people share and every, everybody's is different, dude. Sometimes it's like the scenery. Sometimes it's your, your kid. Sometimes it's someone else got a deer. Sometimes you did. It's whatever for everybody's different. And then I take that story and I film score it. So I, if it, they're saying like, Oh, it was dark out. It was super early morning or nighttime. We're playing crickets in the background, maybe an owl. If they're, oh, I had to charge to the swamp. We're playing some sloshy swampy sounds. Um, you know, I had a shotgun sitting here, you know, you, we're really kind of like trying to tease out the story and, and kind of get people to visualize what's happening. And then we gift that to our guest to say, this is your most memorable hunt. And we put it in the story form for you. And it's a really small episode. Like they're not more than five minutes usually. So it's really, it's a mini series. And we put that out there now as a new piece of content for the show. And so far it's received really, really well. The numbers are great. People seem to like it. And there's a lot of replays on it because it's a shorter thing. Um, so that's been kind of fun to do. It's a lot of uh, work, but it, I think it's a good it's a good product. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the one I seen there on LinkedIn, and uh, I intend to to watch the rest of them. I'm hopefully, like you said, you continue to do them. I think that's a super cool idea because that's what I think a lot of people relate to is the story, and what's better than the story with a little audio and visual to go along with it? You know what I mean? So yeah, there's some podcasts I listen to in the business world and community that do that kind of stuff and they're narrated. They're highly. I want to do more. I want to get better at it and do even a better job. Uh, but you got to start somewhere, obviously, and, and oh, yeah. kind of shape the wheel as you go. But for me, the the quintessence of hunting is the adventure and the story and the memories and and like, dude, there's look at the podcasting space. There's zero zero people that have just the stories there's no one you know it's it's bs sessions it's gear it's tactic it's it's uh which is fine those are all great um but there's no one doing just the stories and so for me that's white space and i wanted to you know fill that up a little bit so i kind of started prepping for it a long time ago and now we're actually just releasing it so it's it's a full 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 barrel and uh there's a lot in the, in the barrel ready to go and i'm really excited about it we're just starting to dole them out the hard part for me is I want to put them all out right now, but I yeah you got to space <laughs> out I'm your content. content yeah so now I'm like I'm sitting at them I'm like oh, I gotta wait till Saturday that's like when all yeah. our videos were done we're like oh, we just want to drop them all but we're yeah. like wow, we gotta yeah. we gotta spray some out you know what I mean so yeah it's yeah. tough but so, it's so a challenge we, for me personally we talked about the Where to Hunt app so let's talk I know you hinted on a little bit but talk about the Where to Hunt podcast a little bit and then where all our listeners can find it how they can engage on your podcast live um kind of go over that a little bit yeah so uh i think the same place it'll take it so we, we have stars on anchor um which is really cool not that i'm pumping those guys out i don't really care but they they publish it everywhere so i had it on 
when I started seven years ago, there were there weren't like platforms. <laughs> like there was like two. It was like uh, what was it uh, Libsyn and and one other one back then. Because seven years ago would have been like what twenty eleven. That's not right. I can't do math, guys. Twenty thirteen would have been seven years ago. Twenty thirteen, <laughs> dude. All right. Uh, so this isn't too dissimilar from my podcast when I try to do math. So I, uh, I had a home baked system that my buddy built on um, archive.org. and he's a he's a nerd guy. He built he codes for a living. So he like built his own content management system for me to be able to upload episodes and like did this whole thing. And so for the longest time I was using that and I switched to anchor, um, which distributes it everywhere. So it's on Spotify, it's on Stitcher, it's on iTunes. It's, I don't think there's anywhere you can't go to get this. And because we broadcast it live, it automatically saves at least the interview not the fully produced thing, but the interview to YouTube, to Facebook and to Twitter. And we just found a way to produce it to Instagram, although it seems to be like intermittent or sometimes not other times. But if you want to call into the show, we have a phone number for it. It's 262-757-4122. And we host the show every single Tuesday, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Standard. And then in September to December, we light up our Rut Club Radio, which is a segment that we do. Uh, we got a sponsor for that. It's Heated Hunts. And that is where we take calls exclusively about rut activity for a half hour from 6 to 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time every Tuesday. And that's a fun segment. That's a really neat thing. And then we bake that into the podcast. Nice. Yeah, I, I know the the rut segments, everybody's amped up that time of year and really involved and wanting to know when it, when the bucks are chasing. So <laughs> people get excited that time of year. So it's fun to fun to follow that along and hear the excitement and figure out what's going on in their neck of the woods. Yeah, it's awkward starting in September because everyone's like, dude, it's not the road. I'm like, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I have to start it now to like build it, right? I can just turn it on when the rut's here. We got to like build into it. Um, so we start in September, the, whatever the first week is, whatever that Tuesday is. And we take stories from last year, kind of. And then as the season starts to heat up, it really gets to be a ton of fun. We took like, I think on one episode, we had eight calls for people reporting on rut activity, which, you know, it's coming from all over the country and it's cool to hear. Yeah, for sure, man. I'm I'm gonna try to be more active for you. I feel like since I'm not not like I don't feel like I'm an expert, I don't feel like I should call and talk. I think that's where I'm at on that. You, know I mean? you call but, me like what are you drinking, yeah. dude? What kind of scotch is on the show tonight? And be like and that could be it. But you could just be like what's up, Okayus Hunter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it yeah. doesn't matter. I'm I'm gonna be like, there's another Okayus Hunter coming. I need to get in. I need to get in to be one of these inside joke prankster guys. Like that's that's my spot. I'm not gonna contribute anything positive to the show. Yeah, I seen a fork horn chasing. Shit's getting serious. I'll hang up. I'll hang up on you and like, and then and then I'll block you forever. Don't prank. And then we actually had the idea to like stick the audience on the pranksters because I kept all their numbers. I know what their numbers are. So I was like thinking, Ooh. should I just put this number on the page and put it on blast? Yeah. For sure. It'd be like, hey, call into the show and it's this guy's number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, how's the rut going? <laughs> what? <laughs> Send him a voicemail funny. that says, how's the rut going? And that's it. <laughs> just get like 50 calls from, yeah. from the listeners and, and just bury him with that. That's what I'll do. And I said that to I actually the last friend call, I said, we're going to put you on the registered sex offender list. And then I got no more calls. <laughs> Now no one wants to call me. I'm like, no, no, I was for pranksters only, guys. 
Yeah, I'll uh, I'll try to be more active when I get a second to call in and con- contribute to the show and uh, keep the yeah, momentum going. We got, we got new segments. We got a partnership with eHunter.com. That's eHunter without an E at the end of it. It's just R. They're doing our news for us exclusively. Uh, Deer Vane is a really great guy I know here out of Wisconsin that does like the best practical hunting tips. So he's doing the tip of the week for us. Um, then we got Musket Powder War Dangers. Got this really cool seasoning. And so we're doing a recipe of the week, listener submitted recipes. So we're sharing that. And if you share it, you just, you win some musket powder, which is kind of neat for incentive. Nice. Um, we're just, we just try to do some really fun, interactive things and try to give back to the community as much as we can. Yeah. That's, that's the way to do it, man. If you can get people involved, it grows substantially. And I think you have the platform started to really yeah. motivate people to, cause everybody wants to tell their story and have a voice, you know what I mean? And, you're you're the outlet to do it, you know, to have go on there and tell a, a five minute story of what you seen that night. Because there's nothing better than calling your buddy and saying, "Hey, man, I seen that buck. He was chasing tonight. He's with the doe. He didn't, you know, he got he didn't get close enough. You know what I mean? But or I got a trail cam picture of this deer. You know, you're so that's what we get. And then the other side of it is like every now and again we talk to some big names, and for our listeners to be able to talk to these people that opportunity doesn't exist unless you go to a trade show and do some cheesy picture. Mm-hmm. So like we had Mark Kenyon on and we had two guys call into the show and kind of fanboy out and be like, Oh my God, Mark Kenyon, you're my favorite hero. Blah, blah, blah. I read your book and they got all jacked up and it's like, look at that. We just connected two people that wouldn't have really connected otherwise. Right. Yeah. That's um, super cool. If you know, Mark Kenyon is a pretty hard guy to reach. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Same thing with Sam Soholt and a couple others like John Eberhardt was another one like these, it was just really cool to be able to connect it. But then we'll talk to, like, we had a guy on our show last week. He's never been on a podcast before. You know, no one's heard of him. Um, that was awesome. Like, we'll, we have a wide spectrum. We'll talk gear tactics, you know, we'll bullshit. We'll talk to, like, we talked to the You Betcha guy, the dude that drinks all the yes. books. Yes. Oh, like, really? Yeah. Like, he was on. Like, we, nice. we'll do, we don't. We're I not, can like, contribute um, to that show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, for the record, that guy is a incredibly intelligent marketer content producer yeah is, i can uh, tell yeah yeah. He's, he's, yeah yeah um get on that level holy freaking a so anyway yeah i mean we, we 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 cover a lot of ground which is good and we're happy to be the generalists and be the people's show that's kind of what i want to i want it to be yeah man you got a you got any tips for us this us newbie podcasters you got, no you got the right theme just have fun that's that's it that's it and fuck the technology like Dude, when I started, I had some Yeti mic and a USB. Like, it didn't matter. And yeah, now we, I got all this fancy stuff. And every time I changed, I had problems. Like, we haven't <laughs> bought anything for like a year uh, and a yeah. half. <laughs> get, your con- get, your, get your message and content right, and, and the rest will follow. Yeah, we just keep releasing episodes and keep keep growing. And um, I kind of feel bad because I'm telling – there's a lot of people asking how to start a show and what they need, and I'm giving them all our bullshit yeah uh equipment good but it works you consistent <laughs> and and that's it like you uh, you don't need much you could do it with anchor on your phone you don't really need much. there's a guy that i was just talking to today hunt free brand new podcast episode three he's doing it with anchor on his phone he's nice. doing a great yeah. job young guy he's awesome. in the navy all about supporting military hunters i was like you're you're cool man good yeah, job yeah yeah, hell yeah. I'm going to say, like, a lot of people talk about doing something, but actually doing it is a totally different ballgame. Yeah. Anybody who actually starts in, I don't care if, if they ask us to come on episode one, like, I'm there, you know, because yeah. you're starting. And, like, that's the hardest part is to, just like Gary B says, just 
just post it and don't give a shit what anybody else thinks. Yeah, yeah just do what you gotta do. Dude, my first guest ever was Jared Scheffler, and I was nervous as hell. Wow. Like, I, it was my first episode, and I was like, what am I doing? And he said yes. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't expect that. And so I'm, there's a video coming out soon. You'll see this um, when it's done. It should be done over the, over the weekend. But um, it was like, and today on the show, we have with us guest Jared Scheffler with Whitehall Adrenaline. I was like, and I didn't edit it, because why would I do that? Like, I'm authentic. And But I've come a long way. You know, it's funny. I've learned how to, I've learned how to, like, get a good buzz going. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. 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 Cut loose. Be yourself. There's nothing worse than, like, I hear some, you know, people are like, ah, not everybody should have a not everybody should film hunts or not everybody should make a Facebook page. Not everybody should start a podcast. I'm the complete opposite. You know what I mean? I feel like everybody, if that's something they want to pursue, they should go after it. Um, yeah. You Just know. don't call it something outdoors for the love of Pete. Yeah. 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 Or TV when you're not on TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just try to try to be unique and just do your thing and, and have fun doing it. But I'm I'm 100% promoting anybody to start anything because it's it's tough starting something, man. It takes it takes balls and it takes a lot of work to figure out what you're doing. You know what I mean? And that's why we get a lot of messages. People are like, "What gear should I buy?" Blah blah blah. I'm like, "Well, you don't really need cheap. much. Buy but cheap if, gear when you start. Yeah. You if you if you wanted to have you know good quality, this is what we use. Because they always like, "Well, what do you use?" So you send them and they're like, trust. "That's it." Yeah. I'm like. Yeah, everything of fit in like a suitcase, bro. <laughs> it's humbling. Yeah, like everything of fit in a small duffel bag. <laughs> like we got a f- like a flambo padded, you know. It's basically like an extra large toolbox. Yeah, like an extra large padded <laughs> nice case, nice. and everything fits nice. in there. You know what I mean? Like that's that's our show. Like it's not everything. Everybody thinks it's something unique and fancy, but it's really not. It's podunk as hell. And we're out in my garage. <laughs> it's always like fifty-five degrees. Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> it's never warm. Yeah, where are you? Where are you guys at? You guys are like somewhere in the Midwest, East. We're Illinois, yeah, mid. Oh shit! Well, you're right below me then. I'm yeah, yeah, Wisconsin. So, yeah, in the garage, you gotta have a space heater out there or something. And it's kind of it's gotta be cold. Uh, we we had an electric heater uh, for a while. <laughs> that almost caught on fire. It did catch on fire, and I noticed it, yes. and I told Cody, I was like, hey, the the, the unit's on fire over here. He's yeah. like, ah, shit. Yeah, but yeah, we run a propane heater. Sometimes with that. The unit's some, on fire. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes the, the, the audio is like. <laughs> that's just straight propane That's heater. the propane. Just yeah, ripping. You got to keep it cracked, too. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like there's some, there, there's know. like, in the intros, I'm like, the propane is cranking in here. <laughs> like, just so they know that there's the static in the backgrounds. Sometimes, like, we'll just let it rip during the whole episode, and we'll ha- we'll turn it off during the intro, and we're like, all right, in the episode, we got the heater yeah, ripping. Yeah, you can just hear the Royal heater the whole time. But Dude, sounds like someone's playing white noise. Man, it's been a while since we've had the AC on. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, coming, though. Yeah. <laughs> we got an AC in the window. So. Every now and again, my cat or dog will bust in, and it's like, meow. It's like, God, Gus, shut the fuck up. Yeah, adding quality. That's what I always say. The guy we had on the, you know, Last week was like, uh, my my dog might bark sometimes. I'm like, man, that's just added content. That's all. Keep it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't edit anything. No. I, dude, I, yeah. I let it rip. And so when I do it live, it's kind of like people are like, ooh, dude, you're gonna do this live. I'm like, that's how we roll. Yeah. You got to get nail, what we yeah. get. Yeah, you get yeah. what you get, man. Well, yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on, dude. I, I 
I want. Yeah, we didn't talk gear too much. Sorry, guys. I, oh I, no, I, that's fine, dude. I wanted you to come yeah. on, and I I like your brand. I like what you're doing. I can tell that you're a passionate, good guy. You know, just a the brief LinkedIn content. It's it's crazy that we met on LinkedIn. That's like the last place that I professionally need to be. But uh, <laughs> there's a lot of hunters going to LinkedIn. Yeah, for some there's reason. a lot of uh, hunters Gary going Vee's to LinkedIn. Probably push them all there. Yeah, but, yeah. You know. I'm on there. I'm releasing, you know, uh, some of our content. A lot of our blog blogs seem to do very well on there. Um, so and the Boga guys are there a lot. I know they're coming on our show in a couple weeks. Yeah, the Boga guys um, want to come on our show also. So that's great. Um, yeah, it's, it's like a, it's just a tight knit community, man. It's mm-hmm. fun when we can jam with other podcasters. But we're booked. We're booked out till like June. I'm. I'm confused i've never had that before i don't i don't know what to make of that we're talking to a taxidermist next tuesday so that'll be a fun one yeah yeah cool we're, uh, well i think we got 12 like 12 guys lined up <laughs> people like we're really passionate on like if a list like we're the people's podcast kind of like you you know what i mean yeah we made this so that normal people could have a voice we're not catering to celebrities so if someone's like hey I want to come on, and so, like, as long as they're not full of shit, we normally have them on, right? Like, it's normally, you know, as long you as you got to vet them a little bit, yeah. You got to vet them a little bit, you know what I mean? But, like, there's a lot of people that are messaging us, so like, hey, and I'm like, yeah, dude, oh, like, super awesome that you messaged us. That's what we did this for. We're going to have you on. You're just going to have to deal with this because I, like, <laughs> I promised, like, I promised you, what, like, a month and a half ago or so, and I'm finally able to, like, like message you be like, hey man, schedule finally cleared up. <laughs> We're finally caught up with the people that we had to get on. Now let's do this. And um, I just let them know, like, hey, it's gonna be a little far out, but uh, but we we're gonna we're gonna do this. You know what I mean? So. I started using Google Calendar, so it's like I lock it in the calendar now, and because I only do it on Tuesdays, it makes it easy. Yeah, I would yeah. say we can't we can't. <laughs> I'm schedule so, anything, I'm, I'm dude. like the most <laughs> non-type A person you've ever met in your life. If I if I have any schedule in my life, it just isn't as fun. I just can't do it. Yeah, I kind of I kind of agree I'm with bringing that. you yeah. to the dark I, side. I, I am bringing you to discipline is freedom, guys. You know, ah, I don't know, dude. Like, because then it's like I got people talking to me on Instagram, on Facebook, oh, yeah. on LinkedIn, on freaking. I just run Messenger. notes I'm on like, my phone, I, and then I'm just then I just forget it. I'm like, oh no, oh uh, no. Did I, I double booked before? I had two people I was talking to that had like the same kind of name, like the primitive oh. hunting, and then I had a, the primitive hunter, and then I booked them. But I was like, oh shit, which, which one am I talking, <laughs> dude? Oh no, dude. I, I, I got like, oh, I got yeah, a I notebook a on my phone this, on my iPhone, weird. and it's like yeah. the guy's name. I talked to him on Facebook. This is what it's about. <laughs> I talked to him on Instagram. <laughs> this is what it's about. Like I got it laid out because if I I got That's it, smart. and then and then what I do is I like okay. I talk to this guy. Is he available? No. Move on to the next guy. I talked to this guy about coming on here recently. Is he available? Yes. That's one schedule because see we got kids, and uh, we try to we try to at least do two every time we get together. So. Which is cool. Cause, um, yeah, you guys did one before me, so that's, yeah, that's, I was like, "Shit, doing two in one night? That's impressive." I, you know, I do one. Yeah, so so we try to we try to at least knock out two because we try to be a dad as much as possible. And if you yep. do this on a Friday night, you have the intro, the outro, the full podcast, oh, the yeah. BS before, the BS after, and then you're trying to produce the episode plus all get all the picture content. You know, and then anything else that we try to do, videos, pictures, we try to do it all in one night, and then we're good for two weeks. You know what I mean? So um, we tried to nail it down, 
so it's easier for us to to get together, you know. It's just I mean? a little less ass chewing from the wife when yeah. it comes when it comes down to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's the that's the, the what's it the crux? Yeah, crux. I don't know. Whatever. The, that's the thing. Well, dude, guys, thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, amen to being dads first. That's where I'm at in life, and I love it. So um, I, I hear you there. Yeah, man, we appreciate you coming on, and uh, I can't wait to see where the Where to Hunt app goes, and uh, I'm I'm uh, gonna be following along, and uh, like I said, I'll I will try to contribute to our show, and I want to put a a call out to our listeners, especially our hardcore listeners, go on the Where to Hunt um, podcast and call in there. Um, I'm talking to like Thor, Justin, Paul, Bryant. Um, who else do we call Nate, out? Scott, Nate, Jesse, Scott. Matt, Garrett, Grant. Yeah. You guys know your audience well. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have like a hard, hardcore 20. Um, calling you guys out. Um, go to the go to the Where to the Hunt. Contribute. Um, we're going to be there. Maybe maybe uh, me, and you, me and one of the guys could get into a topic, you know, like saddle hunting or something. Gun we hunting. Can, we can bounce back and forth. Gun <laughs> hunting, you know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. You never know what yeah. might come D- up. D but. chamber two or three. <laughs> or if ducks bring sheds from the Mississippi, south. Mississippi. Mississippi sure. up here. Yeah, that, that's a topic that we're topic. trying to figure out. I, I haven't heard the Georgia voice complaining, but science. I don't know if they're actually <laughs> shed hunting. Yeah. I don't know if it's actual site. We got a bunch of guys from the south that say the ducks, when they migrate to the north, bring all the sheds with them and drop them in Illinois. I'm not really sure if that's science. But they're big sheds. Yeah, but I don't know. But they're not. They say they're, they're junior booners down there. Yeah. We need to ask so that. We need, we need to ask, ask that. that. We need to get. All right. So, all right, man. Well, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good night. All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, just a call out for our listeners. Check out the Where to Hunt podcast and the Where to Hunt app if this is something that you think you might like to to use, utilize, or if you're looking for another podcast, this is a great one you can interact with. I called out a few people to interact on this podcast. I think it would be cool we all get on there and kind of our group. Cool. Another guy just calling me out. Cool. (laughs) Interact and and join in in his brand and just do what we like to do, just promote other people, um, help them grow, and in the end, um, the right thing is always the right thing. So... uh, and I'm just going to shout it out right now. If you're not listening to Gary V, you need to be listening to Gary yeah. V. I know he talks a lot about business, but he also talks about being a damn good human being. Just life in general. Life in being general. a good human being. And then also check out the Order of Man podcast. Yeah. I haven't checked it out yet, but you're, you're yeah, big on that. Order of Man's really solid. Um, anything, you know, just to motivate you in life. Um, just be positive. Yeah, be Live positive. your best life. Um, um, one thing we like to say all the time is leave a legacy and... Uh, you know leaving a positive legacy is the best one you can and uh you know when people i always tell people you know when they think cody jenkins i just want them to think yeah he's a decent human being that's what i tell people you know what i mean that's a legacy i'm leaving and i want my kids to be like yeah oh, yeah my dad was a good dude you know yeah. so that's all i want in life so get out there try to be a good person leave a legacy and wipe the legacies out I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more. Join Captain Justin Leake and Meredith McCord for the best fishing action along Panama City Beach. Tune in to Chasing the Sun every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.
In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.